All right, welcome to Ducks on the Pond, the, the podcast where we talk about anything that we want. Got Andrew here, and we have a guest. All right, we have a video, and we have now have a guest. Our first guest. Yes. I'm Anthony. Yes, Anthony works with us. Great dude. Supposed yeah. to have Chef Dan today, but uh, as you can see, we're in uh, a basement, and there's no Chef Dan here. He canceled on us again. Uh, yeah, I think this is the third time. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, you know, do? you know, he he offered to to have us over for uh, um, for a din for a lunch for dinner, yeah, or lunch, yeah. Which I mean, he's a chef, so it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, pretty decent food. Um, yeah, yeah, he was gonna make yeah. some chicken, and yeah. he was gonna make like the potato salad and the salad, you know, like regular salad. Yeah, but you know, I mean. He's got kids and he's got a dog and he's got a wife and, yeah. and a job that it's a new job so, so and it was shitty weather today that's the main reason why yeah yeah which that's okay man's um, afraid of the weather yes for yes for a lot of swear darn heckin' <laughs> don't <laughs> we gotta appeal to the PG that audience is, that's totally gonna pick that up they're gonna be like why did he just say that I'm just swear. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, man. all the child, the children that view this podcast might not like it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. We have five. We have about five German listeners. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was thinking was like now it's expanding internationally. Like like this is this, this is, is where a, we pick it up. This is an enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean something's happening here, man. There's no there's no doubt about it. Danka, by the way. Yes, yes. Danka for <laughs> Danka. Danka All right, so the real reason why people <laughs> want to listen to this, or watch this now, is because of the philosophy, am I right? That's exactly why people listen to us. Yes. And I, I just got this book. It's called The Obstacle is the Way. It's kind of a little something that happened to me. It made me get this book. I'm not going to share that, though. But, uh, okay. yeah. I, I have marked some spots in this book, and um, it's like, like the idea is in Stoic philosophy is that um, when you overcome your obstacles, that is the best thing that you can do. You should focus on that and that alone. Well, not alone, but you should focus on that almost entirely because you can't control, you know, the outside circumstances. Say, say you're asking a girl out. And she re she rejects you. See, you you defeated the dragon, and the dragon is your anxiety. It's the anxiety that rests within you. Yeah. And you know, obviously, the the princess turns you down. Okay. <laughs> but, but there's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> so you focus on the obstacle. And there's something I wanted to read here. It, it's we blame our bosses, the economy our politicians or other people and we write ourselves off as failures when when things like that happen but the only when the only really the only thing at fault is our attitude and approach you know we need we need to modify our approach and our attitude toward things because that's what you control you know what i'm saying yeah yeah um you control like that's also like I heard this quote once where it's like, you have no power in, uh, 
in controlling what happens to you, but how you respond to it. Right. Um, and, but I mean, in, a, in an example like asking a girl out, I mean, that that's your, you know, you are doing uh, the, the deed, I guess. You, you have the choice to do nothing or to do something. Right. You're choosing to do to do something. Exactly. Um, something that you probably fear. But if you don't fear, like if you don't fear asking the girl out, you know, there, there was this one study where these guys, like, uh, these guys who were, like, really, you know, they weren't very good talking to girls or anything like that. They'd never really been in any kind of relationship. Well, what happened is they were told to go out and ask out 100 girls a day. I think I've heard of this. Ask 100 girls a day out on a date, right? Obviously, right. they got rejected so many times. But it showed them that it literally didn't matter mm-hmm. how many times you were rejected. It just... It it's their confidence. Yeah. yeah, it's really it's such a trivial but, task. But like if you look at it, these are just other human beings telling you, no thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, it's they got over their fear, you know, of mm-hmm. of just talking, and that literally boosted the amount of time that they would talk to girls by. I mean, yeah, it's total definitely so experience much. to be gained there. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, nothing bad can come out of asking someone. What's the worst possible scenario? No. But the best is you're yeah. disgusting, and then like everyone's <laughs> looking at you, like, oh, yeah, everybody's just like, everybody's get away from me, pervert. <laughs> <laughs> pepper spray comes out, yeah, that's not happening, that's not happening at all. But I mean, that's one example, that's that's like the example of asking a girl out, which I mean, there's so many other uh examples of like fears that people have, like maybe going into a gym or, or trying to get um. Trying to start working out as somebody who is uh, somebody who might really need to work out, you know, right. and going into a gym and being like, uh, you know, looking at everyone else, and they're kind of you think you're being so self conscious. Am I doing this right? Am I doing whatever right? Most of the time, people in the gym don't don't care at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's some there's some lofty fellows in there though, mm-hmm. but like you could see sometimes people walking around with their chin a little too high up, and that that's how you know they're judging you. You know what I mean? Personally, um, personally like this? every time I've been to a gym, I've never seen anyone like confront anyone else. Everyone just mind their own business. Cause no one's there to judge. People I mean, are just there to work out. Yeah, people are really. Even if you're fat working out, that's a good thing because yeah. you're trying to better yourself. It's mm-hmm. not like I I don't know. Where I'm going no, with this, I, I, I tried to tell I tried to tell one of my friends this, but like she was too afraid to go to the gym, so I. Um, I, I was like, people are going to look at you and they're, they're probably going to have a little bit more respect for you because you're working out and you're fat, you know? Yeah. So, so because like, like just, just getting out there and doing that, like it's, it's courageous. It's, yeah. It says something about you. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, I mean, I think the only instance where people do like to judge is, is where it's like, only, I guess almost warranted where like you're somebody who is uh is quite arrogant at the gym you know and you're or you know they they just do heavy weights to impress people Mm -hmm. and then other other people (laughs) yeah exactly other people see that and they're like dude that's like you know like what are you doing man you're embarrassing yourself with the the needle hanging out their back pocket using the heavy weights yeah yeah. guys and and that's not really a situation a lot of people could worry about Mm -hmm. if you're the main Don't you think people like that are just self-conscious? 
like try to boost their image. Well, yeah, we're all self-conscious in some way. Somewhere on the spectrum, we're we're self-conscious. Every single one of us. Yeah, I mean, it might come out of a like a. It, it can be healthy and it can be unhealthy. It just depends on, you know, healthy, unhealthy. There's a spectrum. Yeah, it's just balanced. And, and so you got someone who, who's like doing deadlifts. They're self-conscious, like in, in a confident way, but it's also unhealthy because it's highly arrogant. But you have someone who... Just to do deadlifts? Well, just, that's just an example. You know, someone, someone who's lifting heavy weights to impress people. To impress people. Yes. So, and then you have the other end of the spectrum with someone who's overweight and doesn't want to go to the gym, they're self-conscious and not confident, and that's also unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah, they're not confident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's uh, the missing piece. Because mm-hmm. I think everybody needs a little bit of, like, self-conscious to be a, to be a little bit self-conscious. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the, the I mean, oldest story in the Bible. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He yeah, needed that to happen, or else yeah. none of this would happen. Yeah, what is it? Adam, Eve, Eve gave Adam the apple. As we talked about this in the last episode, I believe, where Eve gave Adam the apple. Yeah. So Eve tempted Adam, and and God came in the garden and is like, it's like, why don't you eat the apple? And you know. Wait, but didn't didn't Adam cover himself? Yes, he covered himself with leaves because he was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's a he's a man, and he's not allowed to be vulnerable because he's a man. Kind of a patriarchal kind of idea, but he, but he but he covered himself with yeah, and thus he was. Well, I guess he he was hiding, his you know, he's hiding his private parts. He's hiding. <laughs> well, that's a metaphor for his vulnerability. Because you know now he's self conscious. Yeah, but like, didn't Eve do that too? Like, well, they both Eve, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, of they course both, they did. Yeah, yeah, and, and then when God came in the garden. Adam said, well, it was Eve. Eve, Eve tempted me. And it's like, there it is. That's, that's when women were, were first blamed for the, the ailments of men. You know? It, it, it's just, why, you why, see it in comedy. How, how, did, how did she tempt him? She just, she, she, the serpent tempted her, and then she tempted Adam. But if you, if you look at it in this way, like the Stoics would look at it, it's all you. You control your attitude. You control your temperaments, your moderation. So the fault lies within each person that got tempted. You know what I'm saying? From, I've been in the Catholic Church all my life. I've been confirmed. I haven't read a single page of the Bible. I Dude, I can't yeah, any of these stories. I gotta tell I, you, man. I know about maybe like this is Genesis, it, man. Dude, the Bible <laughs> is so interesting. <laughs> Dude, I remember, like, for catechism, our task was to, like, read parts of Genesis. I read some, like, this is so boring. <laughs> I, I remember being well, in catechism yeah. and trying to find ways to stick earbuds up my sleeve so I could sit like this and listen to music. Yeah, everybody did that. Like, oh. the, the way the Bible is I didn't get out of it because we switched to an online catechism. <laughs> no, like, an at-home school catechism for 7th and 8th grade so it could fit sports schedules because all three of my siblings do sports. Mm. So it's really tough to go to catechism like that, especially for our parents. Sure. So we we've been doing it. We did at home catechism for seventh and eighth grade. The Bible, the way confirmed. Andrew had to have this Man, conversation. Church. <laughs> Andrew, you and I have had this conversation where the, the way they explain the Bible is fucking boring. Well, we're in Genesis. They'll be like, Adam 
four or seven children, and he died at 800. And then his children bore seven more, and then they died at 700. And then it goes on for like 10 more paragraphs, just like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's very... Uh, incredibly boring. Yeah. It's like, oh, you gotta know the lore. It's like that's well, like the the, the, the family. <laughs> it's like the family tree. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so stupid. But, but if you get into the like like dude, I don't even believe in God, and I have never been interested in the Bible more in my life, dude. It, it, it's so fascinating. I, it's an incredible book. Yeah, it, it, it's like rude, like it's like hell of a read. It is now. I mean, like just looking up, just, just looking up plot, stories. The plot. Yeah, come on, dude, the plot, the, the nuance of the characters. Oh, that's yeah, not a cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Matthew gonna do next? <laughs> jo- Joseph be like, Mary, was that really God that gave you that baby or not? <laughs> <laughs> Who's the daddy? Yeah, I just heard someone. It was just, um, it was all just Mary trying to cover up having sex. Yeah, that's all it was. Mary. <laughs> it is the Bible though. The Bible is fucking fascinating. See, like, the reason why I'm interested in it now is not because I take it seriously. You know, like, take it seriously that, like, God created wine out of water. You mean you take it, like, uh, like, as divine or something? You, like, you, you mean, like, you just, like, you they, study the ideas, but you take it all into consideration. They explain the human condition and human behavior so well that that's all they could do at the time. They didn't have, like, these scientific principles to explain it, so they had stories. It's like... Yeah. That's what I find interesting about it. Yeah. And I mean, you know, and, and like the idea about how long the earth has been around for, you know, I mean. For 6,000 years. That actually. is, yeah, that's just kind of a actually, part of the story. The earth's been around 2,021 years. You know, the thing is, though, about that. <laughs> <laughs> thing is about that, though, is like 6,000 years ago is kind of about the time that we started to uh, be. Um, you know, settle and, and not be a hunter-gatherer. What, like agriculture? Yes. Oh, the okay. agricultural revolution kind of be- began mm-hmm. around that time. Okay. So that's something to take into consideration. You know, I mean, it's not like, it's not like the world began 6,000 years ago, but society began 6,000 years ago. Well, I guess actually it would be 2,000, 4,000. Yeah, it would be something like that. So, yeah. Some people say it'd be, a, some say some, it's, it's on 7,000 BC. So that, that puts it in perspective for me because I, I was always like, why do they, why do they think that the earth is 6,000 years old? And, and I guess it makes sense from their point of view, because Adam and Eve weren't cavemen or Neanderthals. They were people just like you and me, like, you know, kind of like the modern human. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and even like before that humans, 10,000 years ago looked pretty much just like us. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you know that? There's archaeological evidence. There's there's a lot of archaeological evidence. Interesting. So, uh, yeah. Um, You know, that book I read about, uh, like, it's called Sapiens. Uh, I kind of dove into that that idea about, like, how religion, talk about religion, all this stuff. I don't have to go into it. There's so much, like, that book was... Fascinating to me. I told you about that at work one time. It's a uh, nonfiction. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen it. Wait, it took non- you a while to read that. Nonfiction is real, right? Because fiction is real. well, everything <laughs> is real. Fiction, <laughs> yes. fiction is fake. Yes. Because nonfiction is real. Yeah. And the names are so stupid. Why would they do nonfiction <laughs> is real? 
Like, wouldn't you think it, like nonfiction would be not real? That's been confusing me since I was a kid. Why don't they just call it real and not real? At Duncan, when I would walk into the media center, I'd be like, nonfiction? Huh. <laughs> like, I didn't even know, dude. And then I go to the comic book section. <laughs> <laughs> the picture books. <laughs> I actually have, I, I know I told you guys, I have read a book recently. Yeah. What'd you read? A Lone Survivor. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Right. That was a good ass book. Yeah, that fucking propaganda. How was it? Yes, it was. That's a guy's story. Yeah, it's a good it, story. It's, it's not propaganda. It's a good movie, dude. Your Bible <laughs> book's propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it is. <laughs> but, but, but you know what? It's fucking. It's imperialist propaganda. That's what Lone Survivor is, man. Yeah, have you even read it? Yeah. No, I've seen the movie with Mark Wahlberg. The movie is good though. Yes, it is. It's like it's a cool story. Okay, it, it's, yeah. it's not good when you once you read the book. I will say that. Why is it really dark? It no, it's just not what happened. Oh, okay. Like, just things are so distorted. Like, like time. Like, everything is, it has to cram down to a two-hour right. yeah. two movie. Mm. When this is like a week-long event that right. happened in Afghanistan. So, of course things are going to be cut out. Like, the, the entire half of the book was cut out. They started off by being in Afghanistan and being deployed. The book starts off, like, when he was born, when he goes to basic training and all those trainings. So they cut off everything. Wow. Yeah, I'd imagine there's scenes, you know, like, because I remember in the movie, they were like up in the mountains and they were just like sitting up there for a while. I'd imagine there's some pretty good dialogue scenes in the book. Because I, that, that's kind of what I look for in books, you know, like really good dialogue. Yeah, I mean, in classics for sure. Yeah, especially like Seeds of Eden. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, in this, I shit, I haven't read the book, that book that. The Lone Survivor. Well, technically, I didn't read it. I listened to it. Oh, uh, audio book. Hey, well, that's... Okay. I, I don't want to okay. read it. I don't want to read it. Well, did you follow along with the book? Oh, yes. Okay. There I, did, I didn't read great, it. I listened to it. Well, yeah. I did it so that it'd be faster to annotate. So Because we... I hate teachers that that's force a, annotating. It's so that's stupid. The, that's the worst. Like, it, 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 like, hinders my ability to read. Because you have to, like, okay, yeah. constantly write. Like, I get it if you want to underline something on your own to keep track or what write something. But when you're forced to do three or five annotations per page, most of it's just bullshit. Yeah. You just write yeah. random words and just get the credit. I only like yeah. doing that when, I, when I'm, like, reading something that I don't even like for school. Like, we had to read Beowulf. Oh God! It was that book. The, the first. The first part was oh, kind sorry, of interesting. Short story. But then I was like, you know, you mean poem? Yeah, <laughs> or epic, epic actually. Yeah, the geeks, <laughs> the war of the geeks. <laughs> dude, annotating sucks. No, yeah, dude, it's, it's it, forced, and it's like there's not much yeah. useful things on every single page. Yeah, it's the Stoics and the, the Buddhists believe if you force something, you're not going to get the best potential out of it. Right, as mm -hmm. if you just wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. Should always want to do it. Like you don't force yourself to do to do something. You know, don't do something if you don't want to. Yeah, exactly. There was a um. There's a story. Uh, a stoic story. Epictetus was teaching his students in ancient Greece, and one of the students said, "I need to go home. I'm not feeling well." So Epictetus said, um, I'm not even sure if it was Epictetus, but he said, um, if you feel like you need to go home because your, your energy levels are low or whatever, then you should go home. And, you know, that's, I, I think that's a, 
That's what you look for in a good teacher. You know who doesn't do that? Public school. It's six in the morning. <laughs> Get your ass out of bed in school. Oh my god, man. Dude, you would want to go to the bathroom. They'd be like, you just didn't go in there and vape. And and these these staff members, these fucking idiots, these misguided fools well, are half hold the on. time they are right. Hold on. No, they're not. They're they're committing fallacy. They're just assuming. They're looking at you and assuming that you do, that you vape, and you're going to the jewel room to jewel and not pee. Because that's what happened when I was in when I was in public school. Well there's a lot of people a lot of people that do. Yeah. Well I'd imagine so. I mean there still kind of are, but it's I feel like it's but that doesn't mean that you don't let people go to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. Can you even do that? Like I feel like, like you can't stop one people in the bathroom. Correct me if I'm wrong, but but that's that's very that's sounds like Marxism to me. Yeah, it's like a dictatorship in there. It really is. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. It's just like like people like you're you're putting everyone to the same exact standard. You can't go to the bathroom. Sorry, not gonna happen. You know what's bull crap that happened to me at school? Hmm. I got a lunch detention. A lunch detention. Oh, so you weren't allowed to eat lunch. Yeah, I, I, I get to eat lunch, but it's in the detention room. Oh, you know, I'm a bad boy. Oh, oh. get this. Get <laughs> oh, this. God. Get this. I left class 30 seconds early. Oh, oh God. Oh, shit, like, dude. Shit, dude. You're missing out on some education. Like, there was like a fight. <laughs> like, I, dude, walking through those hallways for that 30 seconds. It felt like there was a five star on my head. Dude, yeah. Everyone was dude. after me. Ooh. The entire school. Dude. I walked out and the police were there. Just waiting for me. Oh, You're right. getting a lunch detention. <laughs> Have fun eating your lunch in another room. There was a time when I left class two minutes early. It was sixth hour. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, know, me too. You, you, you know Mr. Monette? Monette? Yeah. Uh, I've heard of him. English teacher, Blue Hallway. Alright, so. I'm going to do my best impression of him. The, the next day I came in after I left two minutes early, he's like, like he's like, Marketing, can you come here for a minute? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so like a, like some guy, that guy from South Park. Mr. Mackey. I'm sitting at the end of his desk and he's like, he's like, the reason why this is such a problem is because you are a liability. That's what they said to you? <laughs> You technically still our problem for that 30 seconds. This is why I want you to read the college you, of You're getting into a car. Like, I wasn't out of the hallways yet. Andrew, uh, this is why I want you to read Coddling of the American Mind. You too, Anthony. This is a great book. It explains exactly what we're talking about in detail, like from a psychological perspective. We're like, like, yesterday I was doing some annotations on, on, um, a replication process called priming in psychology and priming is is when you're like subconsciously or consciously getting people ready for to face obstacles so like say say like you're quitting alcohol and and instead of just avoiding alcohol like avoiding the dragon you you put you put yourself in a situation where there's alcohol around you and then you like do everything you can to not take a drink but when you really feel like you're going to that's when you step out and leave. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so like you're you're priming your abilities and you're developing skills and traits and and and, uh, and I I just think that that is important and 
it's in, it's in my social psychology class, and, and what they were saying in the article is that priming is not a good process. And, and you know, me as, like, a personality psychologist. Have you ever heard Jordan Peterson talk about how social psychology is bullshit? No, I haven't heard. Okay, well, well, social psychology focuses on the external, almost solely. Me and Anthony were just talking about this. We were tempted talking about it. But um, what I wrote in, in my essay last night about this, about priming is, and social psychology in general, is that there is no just external. There's, there's an internal and, and an external. I mean, if you look, say, say you're a child and, and you have, and your parents, you know, aren't really socializing you well, you know, you, like we all have some kind of trauma because of our childhood and our, things we can't control, but we call that external factors. But as you grow up and look, I get, you can't control that when you're a kid, but as you grow up, like you interpret those, those things. And it's like what I was saying with the attitudes, the stoic attitudes. You get to control your attitudes. So, um, you, the external is the internal, is what I'm trying to say. And I hope that makes sense. You can't try to because you're, separate the two. Yes, they are, they are inseparable. And there's a reason why yin and yang are connected on the symbol. You know? What is yin and yang? Yin and yang is like hot, cold. But like yin is cold, yang is hot. It's you know. the idea of polarization. Yes, any, thank any, you. Any kind of subject. Yeah. Any kind of area of life. But but they're not anything. polar. They're, they're polar and they're they're also the same, one and the same. Like that's right. That's why there's a there's a in the white fish you may say there's a, a there's a black eye. Yes. In the black fish there's a white eye. Mm -hmm. And they touch. Yeah. All touch so perfect. There's a little bit of black and the white, white and the black. Yeah. It's important to to remember and. And that, that's why, like, if we were going to go to Chef Dan's house, that's why I was so willing to skip this class today. Because, like, dude, I mean, I, I still haven't given it a chance, really. But, but just judging from that article I had to read, it already seems like social psychology is giving a bad impression. And why the hell shouldn't it, you know? Because the external is the internal. <laughs> Pretend that's not happening. <laughs> 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 Andrew's gonna like we'll go on a two-minute laugh track again. <laughs> you remember that, Anthony? That was when we were camping. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Mm. Yeah, that was insane, man. That scared the shit out of me. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I just found it hilarious. There's a, there's a video. Yeah, there yeah, is. Maybe we'll put that on uh, a JRE clips. Perhaps? <laughs> you mean podcast clips? Yeah, podcast. Pond clips. Uh, pond clips. We'd have to come up with No, call it duck clips. D duck clips, D yeah, D there you go. DOTP. What? That's on the pond clips. Like GRE? DTP? <laughs> this sounds like, like, I, it sounds like a YTP a little bit. Like, I thought you said YouTube poop. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think um, I think duck clips sound sound good. I I don't know would work. I like duck clips, but uh, yeah, it's not that important now. Yeah, it's important for branding, <laughs> for branding purposes. Yeah, Merch, um, for merchandise, you gotta look into the future. Yeah, get our t-shirts at uh, we don't have t-shirts. I don't know what he's talking about. I'm just. Uh... <laughs>
I, I'm just thinking about the future, man. Future. We're going to have a nice big duck on the t-shirt. Our, uh, we're going to have like little like rubber duckies, keychains. And then uh, just to remind you guys, ducks in the pond thing. Have you guys yeah, yeah, that's our, that's our new name. Have, you, get, have you guys seen Dumb and... Oh, sorry for cutting off. No, go ahead. We'll finish no, you, your thought. No, you. All right, all right. So, so we haven't really made this clear, but our new name is Ducks on the Pond Cast. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I understand it. It's very corny, but but we like it. It's a lot better than Ducks on the Pond, I think. Everybody <laughs> I, on Spotify, there's a bunch of podcasts called Ducks on the Pond. It's like that's an yeah. old baseball yeah. commentary quote, like Ducks on the Pond. So it's like all these baseball podcasts have that name. It's like now we're ducks on the podcast. Yeah, I like I like that it's it's a little bit different than uh, a lot of the other podcasts, but it's it, it'll never like I don't know if I'll ever get used to it. Ducks on the podcast. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You'll get used to it. Come on. Maybe. Human human beings are adaptable. Yeah, I'm adaptable. So have you guys seen Dumb and Dumber? Which one? You know the you know the hell you drive that car with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> what did they call it? A dog. <laughs> a duckmobile. 